0: Hey good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It's Friday, May 5th. It's anything goes podcast. It's your host, Chris, and of course we have
1: a Jimmy. What's up, Chris? How's it going?
0: Good man. I am obviously not home. As you can tell by the background, that's not normal. I am at the Rocky Gap Casino Resort in Cumberland, Maryland. It's actually in Flintstone, Maryland, but I think Cumberland. Up. But I think Cumberland gets the credit. Oh, yeah. I, just, I did manage to piss Megan off on the way here, though, because uh, I saw the sign that said Flintstone. Oh. And, and like I have this habit of like when I see shit on a sign, I have to like act it out. So I saw the word Flintstone. And so she's driving and it was like quiet in the car. And I saw it and I just looked and I go Flintstone. And she was <laughs> like, don't ever do that again.
1: <laughs> hey, you got to have fun with it. That's right.
0: Yeah, so um, I was fortunate enough to uh, uh, be up here with uh, uh, my friend Cliff and uh, his friend, we call her a friend. Girlfriend. Okay, girlfriend, his girlfriend. And uh, uh, we went out and played golf today, Jack Nicholas course, beautiful course, and we're uh, uh, joined by our other friends, Vince and Clint. I'm Clint, Clint. Senior. Clint Senior. I always want to call him Senior because his son. I golf with both his son and him uh, on occasion. So, but yeah. yeah. Senior's a good golfer. Senior's a great guy. Good golfer too. He kicked. He kicked our asses yeah, today. Yeah, he beat our ass today. <laughs> um, That's awesome. But hey, you're making me so, jealous. Having a great time. Um, you know, I won't get into the whole casino thing because. I'm a, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm becoming like a, cani-
1: a casino snob. <laughs> yeah. I well, my- I, yeah, we are getting a little bit spoiled over here. Um, yeah. so we have a lot that are kind of near us, so we have some options. It's pretty cool. Hey, real quick before we jump into our
0: topics, um, uh, I want to give an update. So we're going to have a couple episodes here coming up that uh, uh, hopefully one, one is almost 100% guarantee. The other one, I'm not sure because it's going to be based on scheduling. Uh, but we are going to have a guest, uh, Jen Charlton from the Jen Charlton Show, is uh, is going to be a guest on one of our episodes coming up. So look forward Sorry. to that. Um, yeah, I, dude, I listen to some of her stuff, and I, I think she's a little bit better than me because she she can she seems like she can control her cussing. but she said she she and i and you know you are we're all on this we're on the same wavelength and i've i don't think i've ever heard a female commentator especially one that has like a a, an actual radio show right um who is is like i think her, her radio show is called tell it like it is
1: um and boy i'll tell you what she doesn't hold back i love it that's what we need. That's what we need more of, uh, yeah. and that that kind of that um, gets to a little bit of my topic there. Being, uh, I'm tired of the softness, and yeah. it's just it's it's been a uh, a slippery slope, and we're letting it happen. And so yeah. you got to tell it like it is. Yeah, and
0: she and she does, and I think that uh, having her on here, I think will be, I think it's going to be hysterical because she's not afraid to say whatever she wants to say. Now, again, she's. You know, a little bit more refined than I am. I'm not refined enough, you know, yet. Mm -hmm. I probably never will be. But anyway. Hey, did you hear this story
1: about uh Frontier Airlines? Did you see the video? Uh which one's that? I I hear a lot about airlines in my line of business. (laughs)
0: the Frontier Video uh airline, uh this I don't know when it happened, but they just the the film just came out a couple days ago, um, where the, the airplane voted to kick somebody off the plane. No, that's something I did not hear. <laughs> but it was hilarious because you know you got <coughs> you got a guy and his girlfriend who are apparently they're removing the guy for some reason. The the video doesn't pick up until after the incident has already happened. And he so he's getting they're 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 gonna remove him anyway. And then the girlfriend stands up and she just starts like going off on somebody that's sitting behind her. And she's just like snapping on this chick. Well, there's a guy off on the other side and he's talking to the lady that the other one is yelling at. And he's like telling her to shut up. He's like, just shut up. He's like, they're already getting removed from the plane. Just shut up. And this lady, this other lady who's just egging it on, basically just won't shut up. So then the guy, like they go through it for a little while. And then the guy goes, all right, all right, He's basically like, "Fuck this!" He's like, "Show of hands. Who wants this bitch removed from the
1: plane?" And like
0: <laughs> everybody raises their, and then they they remove her from the plane.
1: <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. It, we see all manner of craziness on airplanes nowadays. It seems yeah. like people, you know, can't control themselves, and it's it's very weird. But it's like it's children in a classroom, <laughs> um, it, and that's how they act. But yeah, now they're. Now they're voting people off, like, voting people off the island. I mean, I'm okay with that, I guess, to an
0: extent. My problem with it is, is when are they going to start trying to turn that shit the other way? Like, now, you know, now you've seen, yeah, I think there was a legitimate reason to to maybe talk to somebody from the airline to say, hey, get this person off the plane because they're just egging it on. They're, and I get on an airplane, people want to get to where they're going. Most people don't have time for this bullshit on an airplane. Um, but when is it going to start to your point, the softness, when is it going to get to a point where, you know, you know, BLM is all of a sudden somebody, you know, is going. Hey, he doesn't believe in BLM. Let's kick him off the plane. Raise your
1: hand, everybody. No, that, that's a good point. That's the slippery slope that I, you know, I'm worried about, but my guess is not, not knowing the situation. I always try to give kind of the benefit of the doubt or, um, you know the most logical uh, outcome that I think is that that voting really didn't have an impact on that, and they just recognized that this person was disruptive and causing a problem, and they made that call. But it is pretty funny the way that played out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was I was kind of rolling when I watched it,
0: and it's I mean, it's one of those ones where you know the girlfriend is standing up and just just screaming outlandish shit anyway like you know her boyfriend like i said her boyfriend was already getting kicked off and he got pissed and so he stood stood up from his seat and walks back and like throws like a big wad of money at, like other passengers like
1: like fuck like fuck you i got money you know so and this wasn't he, a recount this was actual <laughs> video you got to see it happen
0: <laughs> yeah i got to watch the video
1: that's funny yeah it's
0: pretty yeah. good i have to apologize because man i've been drinking <laughs> It's his birthday, a little
1: bit. I've been drinking. Hey, you're celebrating. You're on vacation. Hey, props to you for even doing it. I drank a whole
0: bottle, a whole mason jar of fucking apple
1: pie moonshine last night. Oh, man. I got some peach moonshine here I haven't tapped into yet. (laughs) We are into the cinnamon
0: tonight. Yeah, we are into the cinnamon moonshine tonight. That's a, that's a lot of stuff.
1: Well, yeah, I'm glad we caught you maybe a little bit early. <laughs> but we yeah we had a few beers on the golf course today. So. Yeah, I'm sure you had a few. It's been fun. It's been
0: fun. It's been a great day. Um, you're gonna have to come up here with us next time.
1: Yeah, that sounds awesome. That's it that seems like a cool spot. and We're nearby.
0: <clears throat> Man, it's killing me though. So there's another story that I wanted to talk to you about a little bit. We'll get into your we'll get into your uh, softness here. Because I'm sure you have something for that.:
1: I do, I do. yeah. Um, I need to bring that up too.
0: And this kind of ties into it a little bit, actually. now that I've kind of read and I kind of understand the story. I think it all does, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you're right, and this is and that's actually part of what I want was when we were, get into it, get into it, that's what I was going to talk about is like this is kind of this is kind of how this is like overflowing into everything, right? the softness yeah. and, So last August. Okay, keep in mind, this is last fucking August. And now all of a sudden, this guy is suing this uh, football coach now. So, yeah, go figure, right? It took this long. So a Nashville, a Nashville high school football coach is getting sued by a referee from the, from the football game last August. Yeah, I don't think I know about this one. Yeah, so what happened was is the referee was running down the sideline uh, to cover up to cover a punt that had happened and he's alleging he tripped him. No, he's alleging that he clotheslined him, that the coach from the team clotheslined the referee and the, the referee ended up in the hospital for four days. Is there a video on this? So there's not, there's gotta be, there is video on it. I have not seen it because I have, I wasn't able to find it, but, the way that the referee tells it is that this coach just clotheslined him. Like he's running down the sideline, looking at the field and the coach just steps up and clotheslines him. Now, what the report says that the video shows is that at the same time, the referee is running down the field. The coach is on the sideline and he basically raises his arm up in points. Like he's pointing at something on the field and the guy runs into his fucking arm. Right. But Now the referee is suing him, saying that he intentionally clotheslined him
1: after almost a year. I don't get it. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy things that happen in sports like that, and you never know. And some guy may have just snapped after having enough of this referee who is whatever, being a jerk referee or something. Who knows? But, like, it, sound, it does sound sketchy and weird. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to assume either way. The Tennessean, which is a, a
0: publication in Tennessee, um, what apparently saw video. And here's what they say. Said Caldwell, who's the official, mm-hmm. noted that he was making his way down Hunter's, the Hunter's Lane sideline, which is the name of the school, to officiate a punt. The Tennessean obtained video showing a referee, presumably Cardwell, running the field and eventually colliding with the coach as the coach pointed towards the field. So the public, you know, this the Tennessean, this publication is basically saying, Yeah, I'm not really sure
1: he clotheslined him. Right. You know, that I mean, at least. Yeah. Yeah, it seems it seems like it certainly was more likely i mean if somebody's making that judgment from from actually watching it um it very well sounds like this referee's embarrassed like you're making me think of a couple different sports anecdotes here but like did you see (laughs) the baseball umpire recently i think it was spring training still no it may not have even been anyway uh there was a a pass ball and you know how typically once the if the ball touches the ground after a pitch, they swap out the ball. They or right. the the umpire will give them a fresh ball. Right. But the the catcher puts his glove up like this, That's and right. then and then he puts the glove down, not looking at the at the umpire. And the umpire goes to put the ball in the catcher's glove, and he ejects the catcher. It. And as soon as the, and he ejects the catcher, yeah, insane. So if anybody hasn't seen that, it's hilarious because he ejects the catcher throws a, a baby tantrum about right. it and it was really obvious that the catcher just thought he didn't do it on purpose he thought right. the the pitch before that when that happened the umpire ended up throwing the ball out to the, right. to the pitcher himself so he was right. like oh yeah i don't need to do this because he's going to do it do that again so right. the catcher was sort of shocked but and but the point is referee got his feelings hurt yeah and it blows my mind that they don't like correct themselves. There is
0: absolutely baseball is the one sport that I will say, and I love watching baseball. Baseball yeah. is probably baseball is probably my favorite sport to watch on TV, um, especially now that the games are only like two hours long. <laughs> um, but very,
1: very shortened, very
0: very shortened. Um, but what I don't like is there is absolutely no accountability for umpires in baseball. They they yeah. fuck stuff up more than any other officiating crew in any other sport in America,
1: and there's yeah, absolutely and it, and it yeah it continues to happen like well
0: yeah and they don't get rid of them you, yeah. I mean how baseball is probably one of the few sports where an any any avid sports fan oh, in general could probably name the top three or top four worst umpires in baseball if you can name an official. From a fucking yeah, professor. Anyway, bad. that's bad that's yeah. bad.
1: but I can I give you like three or four names right off the top of my head. I think I can only name one, but it's the the notoriously bad angel Hernandez angel Hernandez Joe yeah. West who, who retired yeah.
0: I think last year um, that's true uh,
1: and there, there's a couple
0: more uh, but there and if you look at the clips on on uh, YouTube or whatever baseball clips, it's always the same four or five. Yeah. That continuously, uh, Laz Diaz, the guy's been around for 20 years in baseball. He's been horrible
1: for 20 years in baseball. I think that's that kind of a moot point because they are making strides to make them pretty much irrelevant. I mean, they're allowing reviews and allowing them to get the calls yep. right more yep. often. Because, yeah, I mean, they're, there's, they've blown perfect game calls, you know, like – and oh, yeah, that guy
0: – Oh, what's that guy's name? He's another one. He's the one who's got the big Fu Manchu mustache. Um, he blew he blew the perfect game call with Detroit. Yeah. Uh, where they threw the guy out at first and he called him safe, the freaking last batter of the game.
1: And so wildly, like, so obviously wrong. It wasn't even <laughs> like, hey, you know, hey, in the heat of the moment, you I understand you could possibly see that that was not, if it's bang, bang. But that was just so obviously wrong. But, and that was the year before they started allowing replay yeah well I mean that's why though because they're yeah. like this stuff can't happen again we need to get this stuff right um, and, and they're doing that and they're 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 testing out things like the the pitch um what do you call it the automatic yeah. pitch readers um, right that are that are potentially and I think be- the minor
0: leagues I think the minor leagues last year used Uh, that system Um, it had some success but not enough it's it's not it's not at the point yet where they're comfortable making it an actual part of the game and i'm not sure i'm not sure that you can
1: ever get rid of actual umpires i i don't think that that is necessary to i mean i think there's they'll still have a purpose but i think it will essentially avoid a lot of that stuff yeah um but computers can't take into account the issue is is
0: computers can't take into account the human factor and there's a lot of human factor in sports uh true. you know it's, it's not just that it was a base hit it was did he slide illegally
1: did well, they're he- also not going to get their feelings hurt when <laughs> somebody puts his glove down in front yeah. of you, or makes you makes you look bad for a yeah. second and you know and yeah, what, but the softness, right? The umpires in baseball are about as soft
0: as it comes, and they have been for years.
1: Yeah. and that really bothers me that they just can't even correct themselves. They can't, because like I feel like in uh, in football and stuff, they confer and they talk about it and they say, "Yeah, you saw it one way, I saw it another." Let's just go with it. Happened yeah. last night. Ha- happened last night in our lacrosse game. Uh, the referee was standing down the wrong end of the field. She calls an offside penalty on us, saying we have seven people, and we and immediately we're like, "Where? What are you talking about?" And it was very clear that she was wrong, mm-hmm. and understandable. Sometimes you, you 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 see it and you stop it, and then but it's okay to correct yourself and say, right. "My, apologies. you know, that's fine." Yeah. Um, play on. No, don't enforce a penalty when you were blatantly wrong. Like I don't know, that stuff just bothers me. But um, what was your original sports story that you brought up? Because uh, no, I was, the point was I was going to relate it to the, the girl college basketball player this year who punched the other girl. Yeah. Uh, oh, you were talking about the clothesline guy. Yeah. The girl is just ridiculous. The stuff you see the out of nowhere in sports where the girl punches the other girl in the, in the, um, and walking when they're walking, shaking, shaking line, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was just incredible to see that somebody would take it to that extent. It was just like a cheap shot. Like yeah. those people, I want to see prosecuted. Like right. that, Well, she was. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we
0: ever heard like an end result of that. It, it may very well have gotten dropped. I don't know, but she was arrested uh, and charged with assault. Um, now, look. Do I add, arrested? Yes, she oh, wow. was arrested? Yes. After, after the game, she was arrested and she was charged with assault. Um, but that's because it was after the game. So, like, look, do I think that, like, in the heat of the moment when these guys get into a fight on a basketball court or on a football field during the game that they should be charged with something? No. I think that's part of the game. That's competitiveness and that's, you know, sometimes it's petty bullshit, but... And a lot of and a lot of things, but if you're talking about after the game, the game's over.
1: Yeah, well, there's certain things that that go beyond the game, like right. Because I mean, we we saw it also a couple of years ago in our in our kids lacrosse league when another kid was got pissed off in the middle of the game and then just took his stick and at like in, after the whistle, blatantly swung it and hit one of our players in the back of the head, not looking, hit him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Like that. I'm sorry. That's violence that took it out outside of the the actual gameplay, right? And that's completely unacceptable. I actually have the the article of that girl, Memphis uh, basketball star Jamira Jamira shoots, yeah, pled not guilty to assault charges after she appeared to sucker punch an opponent in the handshake line. Yeah, pled I mean, not, not guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Schutz was elbowed in the face late in the first half, right? Which never happens in a basketball game, right? But like, there's difference when it's a scuffle and whatever, and and you and and or like when a when a ball player charges the mound or something, like mm-hmm. you know it's coming. But if you wait for them to pass or whatever, and you, or you just sucker punch somebody, like right. I'm sorry, that is the most cowardly bull crap you can do. I agree. Uh, especially after
0: the game, like I said, that's where I—that's kind of where I draw the line. Is like after the game, like the game's over, and yeah, you might have taken an elbow in a basketball game, but as part of the game, there's people get hit with elbows in a basketball game all the time. Yeah, um, it's just the way it happens when you go up when you see three guys go up for a rebound or three girls go up for a rebound and one gets it and comes down. What's the first thing they do? They hold the ball and they swing their elbows back and yeah. forth. Yeah. To create space, right? And inevitably, somebody gets fucking hit. But I think we have to be careful with that, too, because take baseball again. Prime example, a guy hits a home run and shows off. Well, guess what happens to the next batter? He gets uh, a
1: 95-mile-an-hour I mean, fastball right in the middle of the back. Well, and, and I'm totally against that. Really? I, I, I Oh, I hate that. That's part of the no, game. That's no, his story. Even part of a baseball game, I don't, I don't care about history that you hit a batter. If your feelings are, if you're that soft, that you, you need to, that you can't take somebody that turns or throws their hands up or flips the bat a little bit, and then mm-hmm. you have to throw the, uh, you can, you can cause some serious harm by hitting somebody in the head with a baseball. Well, in well, the head's different.
0: Like generally, I, generally speaking, they, they always throw at their butt or their or there's the the lower part of their back. I wouldn't
1: say that, I would say that maybe I, I understand that point, but that's not what happens a lot of time and there's because okay. in those cases, those players are not the ones that are charging the mound. They take it and they take their walk. The ones that are charging the mound or the ones that retaliate back and forth game after game is because somebody took it way too far and threw it at their head. It is okay. something ridiculous. Or if you throw it at anybody, there's a reason why those players get so upset and i i think throwing at somebody in a baseball game 100% is wrong i, I if i was a, uh, if i was a coach i would say you're not throwing at any players on purpose like just stop it's funny you say that because actually i think this
0: past week in a in a major league baseball game yeah a manager i want to say it was the mets a manager got ejected from the game because uh a pitcher threw behind a guy, and they gave out warnings. So I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know how that works. I do. I it. do.
1: And it's that's what I'm saying. It's standard though. It's standard for them to they'll throw out the pitcher and the and the and the coach. Well, they didn't throw they didn't throw the pitcher out. He gave warnings <coughs> to both dugouts,
0: and the manager from the team that the batter got thrown at, the the one who was thrown at, he came out. And his argument was, and this is, again, this is because of the historical nature of how this has worked in baseball throughout history. He came out and argued, you can't give us a warning because we need an opportunity to handle it between the players on the field. You just stopped us from being able to basically retaliate. And that's bullshit. And that was the coach's argument. And he got ejected for arguing.
1: <clears throat> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but. Okay, I mean, I, I get that, but I also, I, I, I'm still, I still disagree with it because we need to retaliate is dumb. We need to retaliate by throwing behind somebody. You can throw behind somebody. What does that do? Yeah, that does nothing. Yeah. So I, I'm fine with if anybody is intentionally throwing at a batter, you're gone. Mm-hmm. I understand, and it sometimes it's very hard to to say whether or not it was intentional. But if you throw at a batter, to me, you're gone. Beat them on the field that's what I I don't care what sport it is. Yeah. Beat them on the field. if you can't take it if you can't take somebody uh, either taunting or whatever, I'm sorry I know you're feeling you're, all it is is your feelings are hurt. Mm-hmm. Beat them on the field
0: yeah.
1: I hate um, I hate people taunting. I hate people getting in their face or, or whatever or, or, or you know if somebody walks around the bases or something I, I'm gonna be pissed but I'm gonna beat them on the field. No. Like that—that's my opinion. I think it's dumb you, that you can ridicule them all you want, call them a poor sport, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the, then, physically throwing a baseball at them is dumb. I think <laughs> it's dumb, and I know that's what's been done traditionally. Yeah. I don't care. I think let's 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 advance a little bit and let's do something better to get back at them. If if they if they hit a home run and they want to strut and look like an idiot, like a cocky a hole. Then be my then whatever. Then what exactly the matter like, is the guy just hit a four hundred and thirty-five foot home run off your ass. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That that's my point. One hundred percent. Then he pretty much earned earned the right to do that. At least so, on that. Side, I'm sorry. Right. Strike him out next time. Exactly. And do the same thing back if that's the case. That's yeah. how you retaliate. Strike him out, and then you whatever. Run your mouth. I don't care. But don't throw it his head. Like that's dumb. No.
0: All right. So let's go. Let's go with your
1: softness. I'm not feeling too soft right now. So, <laughs> but it's it's good because this completely segues into in my yeah. story. The the issue that I wanted to bring up is a stupid, stupid story that I read this morning from ESPN. ESPN John. Jay Williams. Do you know who that is?
0: You know who that is.
1: Former, I think, guess Duke basketball player yes. and Jeff, whatever, whatever else. So I don't know if I if I want to read this. Um, I didn't really prep. Um, what part of it I wanted to read. So let me just describe it. Uh, he was, I think, having an argument with Stephen A. Smith and Stephen A. Smith said, Honor. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the point. And so that's what they do. But Stephen A. Smith brought up the subject of, hey, so if, if I think he said, if Steph Curry beats LeBron in the playoffs, does he knock him off of Mount Rushmore? And trigger word he just or trigger term whatever he just triggered now now he's canceling Mount Rushmore and of <laughs> course we've heard this a little bit in recent years like how racist and whatever Rush Mount Rushmore is but he, now he so he called for the ending of using that term that you can't use the term Mount Rushmore anymore. That was Stephen A. No, that was Jay Williams. Oh, Jay Williams. Okay, yeah, he's one. He's complaining. I can probably get a quote here. But what are your thoughts on that? I mean, first and foremost, I will say any, anybody who
0: sits down and talks with Stephen A. Smith, uh, you have to be prepared for race to come up as a topic or canceling to come up as a topic because he spends – he's made his career out of –
1: That's funny. He didn't even start that. He's I, the one in,
0: in this well, case. Maybe who, it was a segue. Maybe it was the guy preempting him from saying it. I mean, that's the way I would look at it, to be honest. I, now, I haven't seen the interaction. Um, yeah,
1: but I mean, but he just met Mount Rushmore, as in, like who's your top four guys?
0: Yeah, and that's kind of been a that's kind of been a liberal, uh, you know, yeah. because of course, of course, everyone that's on Mount Rushmore is a racist,
1: according well, to. Uh, okay, so I got the quote for you. So Jay Williams said, "Okay, can we first off? Can we first off just stop with the Mount Rushmore talk?" They're not even the four best presidents the country's ever had. Everyone in this room was not even able to vote to vote. I just want to say that off the top. That's our metric for success. That's our King. That that was his, that's the argument he decided to make in the middle of that discussion about basketball, talking about who the top basketball players, he decided to derail it, talk about a stupid liberal talking point about canceling Mount Rushmore.
0: Well, and again, that's, it transfers over into sports too, but that's that's a a centerpiece of liberalism mm-hmm. is deflection. He obviously couldn't make an argument based on the curry LeBron James argument, so
1: he had to pivot to something else because I look at it as he's waiting for that opportunity. He's had Absolutely. that like he's had those talking points like waiting in the wing, and as soon as somebody brings that up, he's like Yes, now I can bring up my political agenda. I can I can show my virtue and yeah. and demonstrate why why America is bad. Like I just want to say shut the freaking f up. You liberal pieces of garbage <laughs> and you're whining because and you're benefiting like why don't you give up everything you have give up your millions of dollars why don't you give it all to the native americans because that's all his story was about like that it's on on stolen land and i'm sorry give up all your crap why don't you go go move to whatever country that you think is better uh that you think that you should be in because whatever i'm not even going to get into certain things but like i'm sorry yeah you are benefiting off of everybody that, that uh, led the way for, before you. Right. And now, and you're just kind of like piss on the grave. Yeah. Well, I think I, and it leads to it, at least to the bigger
0: topic, Jimmy, of you can't have it both ways. You know, what they talk, what liberals talk about all the time is how horrible this country is, you know, everything, everything about this country is fucking terrible. Right. But they always want to be in charge. They always they're always uh, vehemently going after power in this country to control it. They have controlled it pretty consistently over the last 20 to 30 years. And they haven't changed anything. So I'm like, you, on one hand, you're saying, oh, this is a terrible country. But you've been in fucking charge. Yeah, you you've had. Years consecutively where you've been in charge of running. That's why I always the you've noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed, but I've noticed over the last maybe year or so the whole systemic racism thing has fucking gone away. Well, why is that? Because I, people started people started asking the questions. Well, okay, so you're saying that this country, this country, the laws in this country are systemically racist. My favorite question to ask him is, Well, so are you saying that the members of the Congressional Black Caucus? Are racist because they make the laws i mean there's been period long periods of time you know i think under obama he had both the house and the senate democrats and they still push these laws through and you're still saying it's systemically racist are you saying that the a black president and the black congressional black the congressional black caucus are racist because they created the laws so
1: who who you who's racist i mean they're black and then, then, all it does is get into goalpost shifting. Then all they can do is talk about four hundred years ago and yeah. three hundred years ago and two hundred years ago. Like all they're talking about is everything that has nothing to do with now. Why? Why you're regressing our progress? It's so stupid. But that's the point. The point is, and,
0: and we can talk. We we talked about this a million times. The urbanization of minority communities was a plan. And that plan was to get minorities into these urban centers where Democrats control that population. They, they control the entirety of the government in these populaces, and they have not been successful. But And I think we talked about it two weeks ago where I said, you know, when a grandmother teaches the mother who is now teaching her children that everything is racist. We're always going to be the victims. We can never succeed. Where does that come from? That comes from New York city. That comes from LA. That comes from San Francisco. That's what they've been fed their entire freaking lives. And, yeah. and they don't, they can't see the forest through the trees. They're just, it's ingrained in their heads because that's what Democrats have planned to do all the time. And it's a control issue. Joe Biden came out and said it. If you ain't if if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Right. Plain and simple, right there, it tells you exactly what their what their idea is of minority communities. Hey, yeah, that, we're, the Democrat, yeah. we're the Democratic Party. We've been here for you for decades. And you know, you live a you live a great life, but we're right, but we're systemically racist.
1: Yeah, it's nothing but a bunch of talking points that mean nothing. They say a lot and they mean nothing. Right, and it's very frustrating. Yeah, yeah. So I don't
0: know the whole Mount Rushmore thing. I mean, I've heard that argument before um, over the over the course of the last year or two. I think I've heard it more than I've heard okay. it. Um, ever before um but yeah because uh, you know all the presidents on there are the racist ones and yeah
1: i forget who i was listening to so I, I i feel bad for not being able to cite the gentleman that was saying this um i forget even who the who the conversation was had with i watched too many podcasts and whatnot but the gentleman was bringing up Highlighting the problem in our society And and the simple Simple thing that he highlighted Was asking Any random uh, High schooler will say You know Who is the first president of the United States And a lot of them probably can answer it Some of them probably can't But a lot of them probably can answer it But they say uh, George Washington Say okay tell me something about George Washington And the only thing that they can say Is he owns slaves yeah, and that's the problem. That's the problem, right there. Is like why? Uh, yeah, what? That's that's what you're being told. That's this is what we're telling our children and our youth in this country. Is like they're highlighting uh, a single aspect that has right. very little to do with the life and and the journey of our history. Well, again, it goes back to the
0: whole thing that we talk about all the time: is the disingenuousness of the yeah. conversation. Yeah. You're right. Did, they, did Thomas Jefferson own slaves? Yeah, he did. Guess what? That's what the times were. Um, is it right? No. But they never talk about the 3,200 black men, free black men who owned slaves in America. And they ignore the fact that the first person to own slaves in America was a black man. Right. <laughs> so
1: they, they ignore the fact, they also ignore the fact that his, uh, slavery has been taken place across all of history 100% of history because slavery is still alive and well today right go to africa right it's it, it's just unfortunately it's a fact that it exists but like to be so fixated on it is is the problem and not and not acknowledging the other important factors that are right. involved But yeah,
0: yeah. 100% that's,
1: well, and that's intentional. I mean, that's
0: intentionally the focus because it feeds the narrative, which in turn feeds donations, which in turn feeds reelection, uh, of Democrats to, in these urban areas. Uh, you know, they, AOC got hit this week, uh, for the, uh, the Marine who, uh, basically guy in the subway. Yeah. uh, who was threatening to kill people and the, this Marine, 24 year old Marine uh, took it upon himself to step up and protect a bunch of other people. <laughs> he put him in a chokehold to take him, to take him down. The guy ended up dying. And AOC when asked about it, absolutely refused to, to acknowledge that the guy was wrong. That the guy, yeah. That the guy it's, was, you know, she talked about him being homeless
1: and she talked about him, you know, oh, poor him. Yeah, so she, immediately he becomes effect, a
0: victim. 35 people on a fucking subway train.
1: Immediately he becomes the victim. He is the yeah. innocent person here who's just a victim of our society and yeah. it's Ralph's fault. And that terrible person yeah. who tried to control the threat um, and tragically ended up uh, harming this person. Right is the only perpetrator he was out there looking for violence and he finally found it. He finally found an opportunity to take somebody's life. And so right. he's he's the criminal in this case. Yeah. I'm sorry. But well, yeah. unfortunately, that's what happens in these places
0: where you have a DA brag who has created the environment where if you do anything to try and have any semblance of self-protection or, you know, keep in mind, Bragg's the same guy who charged the eight. I think it was like an 86 year old man who, who shot a guy trying to break into his house at two o'clock in the morning. He charged him with murder. And only because he, only because he got like massive amounts of pressure, did he drop those charges? This Marine's going to get charged. I'm almost a hundred percent. I'm I'm telling you right now, they haven't charged him yet, but I'm telling you right now, this Marine is going to get charged with murder for. And it's just it's again, they've created this environment in these urban areas, in these Democrat run areas where minorities are always the victim, regardless of what they do or say. And if you do anything to try and prevent them from committing crime, you're going to be charged, which is why cops won't do their fucking jobs.
1: In and, these, yeah, and and then that becomes a slippery slope, and it only gets worse. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up something since you brought up AOC mm-hmm. because it's such a rare opportunity. I want to. I, regardless of of that scenario where she's completely wrong, I do need to give her props because I don't know if you saw, but she, I believe she submitted her, she some. Bipartisan legislation with uh, Matt Gates, To end um, Stock trading among, yes. I guess congressional members So uh, that's something That I'm happy that uh, Members of the Freedom Caucus And the squad or whatever Found mm-hmm. some common ground And are trying to do some good For the country and actually finds, Found something that is reasonable For both because I, I, I gotta tell you man I get very discouraged <clears throat> about whether or not common ground can be found. Um, I wanted to highlight um, for anybody who knows Tim Pool's podcast or, uh, or, or doesn't know Tim Pool's podcast, I highly recommend last night's episode because he, was, he, he gets very few uh, leftists that are willing to come on we and have a conversation. We know um, how that goes. Yeah, yeah, it, but uh, to this guy's um, credit, uh, he he did have a gentleman on from the Serfs. The Serfs TV is like his tagline. I don't even know what his name is, but, but that's all that they advertised on there. That's all that he advertised. But he was a strong, like, let's just say liberal progressive, maybe maybe even Marxist uh, is what he, he described himself later on. Um, But he was very, very open and willing to have a conversation with Tim and his, and his uh, other cast members there. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, but it's, it's hard to find those good debates to listen to. So I highly recommend people listen to it, but I get discouraged because so much of it was almost hard to listen to because they're like talking past each other and their, their perspectives And Tim Poole is no conservative. He spends a large portion of this podcast explaining why he's not like on a a far right conservative or anything that close to that. But there's still him just sitting there and speaking general common sense is going past this guy who doesn't even know a lot of what he's talking about. Right. And so it's just he is so set in this mindset and he can't see things through the same lens that we do. And I probably suffer from the same thing. I probably, I just can't see it through their lens either. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not going to, um, yeah. but man, that you would think that. So well,
0: um, I think for, I think for us, it's hard to see through a lens where that's great that that's what you're saying, but it doesn't match up with reality. 100%. Yeah. I don't believe your lying eyes. Right. we, I've say that a million times. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's great. You say that the economy is wonderful. Yeah, well, it's still costing me 37% more every time I go to the grocery store. It's right. still costing me 15 to 18% more when I go to the gas pump. It's still costing me X amount more when I do whatever. You know, So that's great that you're saying that the economy is wonderful. <laughs> Look, yeah you can say it yeah but i'm not really sure and but that's the thing they in uh there was a congressional hearing uh within the last week or two where uh i always forget his name uh donaldson maybe uh florida congressman i don't know uh, that guy and he's like he's like just because you keep saying it and you keep repeating it doesn't make it true and that's great sure. that you guys all get your little cliff notebook at the beginning of the day, Democrats, that, hey, these
1: are the talking points and we need to repeat it. And But that doesn't make it true. It's so Well, I mean, it's highlighted so often when they just don't practice what they preach. And they say, oh, yeah, we need immigration, blah, 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 blah. Okay, right. well, how many immigrants do you support coming into your home or into your community even? They don't even want them in their cities. Like, they you know, they interview people in New York and they're like, yes, I support more immigration. And then they're like, oh, but you know what? Uh, New York's already pretty populated. So probably somewhere else would be better. Um, or, uh, you know, how many are Megan,
0: you willing to take? Megan one? just came back into the room and I don't know what the hell she took when she was down at the casino. <laughs> She's acting crazy.
1: Loopy Megan. are here. Hey. <laughs> Uh, She's down there having fun. I
0: can't wait. I can't wait. So uh, June 9th <laughs> June 9th is going to be an interesting episode, Jimmy. I hope you. I hope you're able to uh, join. We're gonna have to work that out. Uh, I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in uh, Mexico, okay. and we're gonna film our episode from Mexico. And yeah. I am going to have just. I know. I'm just telling you all right now. I'm gonna have a cluster fuck. Of alcohol? people. Because there's eight of us going and none of them are sane. They're, none of them. Not one of not one of the eight are have an ounce of sanity, especially <laughs> when they've been drinking alcohol. Oh so I'm not sure how that show is going to go, but you need to be here because that's going to be entertaining.
1: Excuse well, me? I'll be
0: there for the show then.
1: Wait, wait. You are the worst.
0: <laughs> she said I'm the worst. Nice.
1: I don't get it all right she's having fun she's having a good old time yeah absolutely so but anyway hey uh i
0: appreciate you guys joining us tonight uh like we said in the last show uh our viewership continues continues to rise uh and and so uh we're we're very thankful for that and we we hope that we can continue like i said we're working on some other things to start bringing you some other aspects of the show um, to, to make it, to make it better. Cause we, we always want to make it better. Um, and, and, you know, if you guys, you guys keep showing up and, and keep watching the show, we're uh, we're happy. We're happy that uh, we're happy that that's happening. It takes, it's, it's hard. And people, you know, I don't like a lot of times I are probably never really, I've never talked about, you know, how sometimes frustrating it can be to put stuff together and wonder, okay, why did this episode not get the viewership that another one did? You know what? It's hard to figure out why one, one thing hits while another one doesn't. Um, and it it can become frustrating, but you know, I've been doing this for, this is season three. So at least two and a half years, um, and, and you know, it's had its ups and down moments, but uh, right now we're definitely on an upswing, so I'm happy about that. But I, I, we really want to hear from you. We want to hear what makes what makes you, you know what what in the last two weeks has made it so much significantly more popular than, you know, and I don't want to say the whole time because you know there was an early part of early time where we had, you know, kind of the same, uh same viewership and uh, then it you know and then it's dipped and it's gone back up and it's dipped. but this last week and a half has been e- extreme uh, as far as viewership goes. So uh, we want to hear from you. So send us an email <clears throat> agpodcast 13 at yahoo.com that's agpodcast 13 the numbers at yahoo.com and let us know. Uh, and if you want to be on the show, if you want to come on, it doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter you know, if you think we're full of shit. If you love us,
1: doesn't matter. I'm, if you still have something- to hear, I'm still waiting to hear back from why I failed the episode however long ago.
0: <laughs>
1: That's right. That's
0: right. We got the comment, but we never got a follow-up. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, so we'll be back next Tuesday. No no uh, lacrosse, or do we? Do we have lacrosse we next Tuesday? No, actually,
1: it sounds like it's Wednesday. Okay, yeah, that's good. Perfect. Um, do we know Wednesday who we're playing? And maybe Friday. Do we know who we're playing?
0: Well, we have to win to Wednesday first. It's it. From what I, I'm,
1: you're spitballing. I get we'll probably, it. We'll probably play on Friday. Is all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> we'll be we playing Wednesday. North, Do we know North Hagerstown?
0: Okay, I don't know anything about them. Did they beat us earlier this year?
1: I don't no. know. No, definitely we haven't played North Hagerstown. We played <laughs> in North Hagerstown. We played Smithsburg. Anyway,
0: uh, yeah. yeah, neither here nor there. Um, okay, well, we'll we'll play it by ear, but uh, Tuesday sounds like a for sure. So we will be back with our next episode of Trash Talking Tuesday next week, and we will see you then.